Hi, I'm Annabelle, and you're listening to So This Is Love, a podcast featuring the love stories that have inspired, moved, and blessed me. I don't know much, but this I know. At our core, we are made to love and be loved. In a hard world, may my musings and ramblings be a soft place for you to land. I'm grateful to have you here. Hi everyone, welcome to a new episode of So This Is Love, where I talk about stuff relating to love this week. And to be honest with you, it's this week was tough. It was really tough to just try and find a reflection on love. And you would think, yeah, it, these stories should be, you know, once every month. But no, I'm trying to make it a habit to, to make it such that every day, or at least a few times a week, I can reflect on the topic of love. Because that's just so central to, I believe, how we're, f- how we're wired as human beings. But anyway, this week I turned 24. Over the weekend I turned 24. And it was kind of weird. Weird in a good way. I hung out with old friends from school. We had lunch at a really budget Italian place that school kids go and just brought back so many memories of being in school and taking ourselves out to a what we thought was a cool, cute restaurant, but was really just like $5 pastas because that was all we could afford. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. And it was such a fun experience just to reminisce with my girlfriends and just talk about anything and everything, you know. Um, I think that is so special to me. But I think also, I've also been reflecting on the topic of self-love and what that means today. I feel like this topic is talked about everywhere on social media. People talk about, are you, you know, taking care of yourself? Are you treating yourself? Are you making yourself happy? by, I don't know, going to spas or learning a new hobby or crocheting. I don't know, so random. But all of these examples of what self-love looks like today. And I don't know. I feel like it's come to a point where it seems very almost self-indulgent, where it's not just a positive act of doing something you love anymore. It's also a negative act of, let's say, cutting people out who are quote-unquote toxic. Don't get me wrong, I do believe it's important to set healthy boundaries, but why are we so quick to take someone out of our life, especially people who mean a lot to us? That's why we label them as toxic, right? Because they've meant so much to us and it's kind of flipped to another point where we label them as something very extreme, like toxic, right? And yeah, I've I've also just been trying to get to grips with that because it can be conflicting too, whereby you really need someone out of your life, but you also appreciate that person and the relationship you have. 
but perhaps in a very, like, I don't know what smart people would say, in a very consumeristic culture, we're so used to buying and throwing away. And that replies to perhaps even our relationships too. So I've just been thinking a lot about just the idea of self-love and relationships and what we do when we fall on hard times with a person, um, whether it's a family member, a friend, a work colleague, all of these things, right? Perhaps reconciliation is something that we also don't talk about much. You know, how do we reconcile in a healthy way? How do we forgive but still set a boundary, you know? Um, Maybe that's where we figure out that gray area that allows us to love even better. In fact, better than before. Before this person had seemingly hurt us such that we labeled them as toxic. So, yeah, that is on self-love and toxic relationships. The second thing I wanted to talk about was just growing up and turning 24. I just feel really weird. The number 24, it's like, you can't say you're in your mid-20s, but you're definitely not in your early 20s. And in five plus one years, you're going to hit 30. It's kind of weird. But at the same time, I've also been thinking about how old I am. And then I talk to my mom's friends and they're kind of like, please don't insult us. So that's something that I've been thinking about and growth. 10 years ago when I was 14, could I imagine myself here today right now doing what I do, having loved the people I loved and living life the way I am? Because I honestly could not have fathomed that. And I think 10 years on, when I'm 34, what kind of life would I want to have? And would I be happy with that? I think they're all hypotheticals, but somehow just turning turning a new age on a birthday, I feel that it kind of can bring you into a mess of different feelings and sometimes even conflicting feelings. I just know that the last two years have been super tough. And I was thinking about how the word anguish, which came up today in a book I was reading, really described so succinctly a lot of the high points of the year. Learning how to deal with anguish, which is not a very pretty emotion. It doesn't sound very pretty either. But It was really through dealing with this anguish at really low points of the last two years that I've learned also how to appreciate the highs because the lows are just really damn low. And when you really just sit in that space, you can appreciate how high the highs can feel too, um, of hope, of joy, of all these good stuff. And I think I'm so grateful for that. I think before the last two years had happened, I was in this maybe not highs, not lows, but just kind of in the middle, just just like a cosine graph, I would say, and feeling really lost at the same time. But now I think in the last two years, I feel, I felt really low, I felt really high, but I feel like I found 
a bit of myself. I've discovered new parts of myself that I have grown to really fall in love with. And I hope not in a a narcissistic way. I hope in a healthy, you know, self-love kind of way. But I'm so dang proud of myself to be able to have discovered and found really what my true authentic self can look like. And maybe you're listening to her right now. But I also do know that that true authentic self doesn't turn up 100% every day. But it's definitely much more than the me two and a half years ago, pre-pandemic, where I would turn up as myself in very limited occasions. Whereas now it's, I'm trying to make it the rule rather than the exception with, you know, anomalies here and there. But rather than that being the the 20%, my authentic self turns up at the 80%. And then sometimes, you know, it doesn't. But yeah, I'm just really proud of myself for having found a faucet of what authenticity looks like for me and how I show up. Yeah, I'm proud of myself and it makes me love myself so much more. So yeah, thanks for listening to this episode where I talk about turning 24, the paradox of self-love, and also, ironically, loving myself a lot more, having found myself at my lowest points. So yeah, this is what love looks like for me this week today thanks for listening and i'm grateful to have you here whoever you are